Hello and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. I'm Sarah. And in this week's episode, you know her from TikTok and Instagram with an account that has almost 39,000 followers now. Two Hungry Bitches, where she tours across the Northeast looking for great food and an amazing atmosphere. Please join us in giving a warm welcome to our very first guest to the podcast, Jariah. And in editing, I'll add in some claps in there. So it's a little (laughs) more interesting than that. So in this episode, aside from our conversation with you, we're actually going to be talking about social media as well. um, And some of our favorite Black creators from like TikTok and Instagram and things like that. Um, So my first question for you, aside from give us like an introduction to yourself and then some background is um, aside from Instagram and TikTok, what other social media do you use and which one is your favorite? That's a tough question. (laughs) Um, Well, for a little background, um, I'm Jariah, like you said, I run Two Hungry Bitches. Um, Two Hungry Bitches is kind of, um, it's it's what I call a side project, but it's a little less of a side project now and more of like my sole focus. Um, Yeah, I've been on social media. I'm very much a social media kid. I've been online since I was a young teen. I would say of all of the platforms, I TikTok has kind of taken my life by storm at this point. Um, I'm pretty much on any social media platform that you could possibly imagine, but yeah, I spend most of my time on TikTok these days. That's fair. That's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> and um, at the end, we'll, I will have you just plug and then we'll get your socials from you as well. And then sure. we'll include it in the link in the, the description of the podcast too. That way, any of our followers, yes. if they want to, they can connect. And then, so the other question I just had, are you originally from the Northeast or like myself and yes. my partner? You, you are. That's cool. I am born and raised in Rhode Island. Rhode Island. It's a, it's a fun <laughs> place to live. We moved there. Oh in november uh 2021 from indiana indiana wow that must have been actually visit for a little bit uh this last year which is nice i live in texas so (laughs) what part of texas um currently i'm in the north austin area nice nice i've gone to austin on a couple vacations i love it there (laughs) austin's great there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of things about it that I would kind of like, Ooh. but you know, <laughs> overall, great place, great food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I was going to ask you um, if you had any recommendations for this area. Ooh, I do. So mine are more focused toward when I went, I was going to a gaming convention. So it's mostly central to like the downtown Austin area. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like, you know, staple Torchy's Tacos. I love Torchies. <laughs> I love Torchies. I made the mistake of following them on TikTok and like I back to Austin. <laughs> no, you make again. yourself hungry every time um, you see one of their videos. I know, exactly. And it's awful because I yeah. can't get them. <laughs> um, other than Torchies, um, there's this place called Cilantro that's got these amazing, um, oh my God, why am I forgetting? They're like um, kimchi fries. They're French fries that topped with like uh, kimchi, cilantro. They're absolutely amazing. I've I spent, heard of them. I haven't had a chance to try them. I spent, um, we went for, the first time we went, we went for like three days, all three days. Had them all three days. <laughs> I love that. I do love that. They're amazing. That's all I can think of right now. We went to kind of, a random assortment of places. That's um, fried chicken. There was another another place that I'm thinking of that Did had you... a really good muffaletta sandwich, and I don't remember what it was called. I just know their logo is a tiger. Okay, <laughs> um, maybe Easy Tiger. Probably. I, yes, I think that's <laughs> uh, places that I was going to ask if you had been to was Voodoo I did. <laughs> So good. I forget that I went there. I actually, um, I went before we um, we were heading from Texas to California before we came to Thailand. Mm-hmm. And we had to get on the plane the night before we ordered like a dozen, like almost two dozen donuts. 
And obviously there were only two of us, so we didn't finish them. Obviously, because <laughs> those things are huge. <laughs> I, they are, but so we took like little little like nibbles of every donut that we could possibly try and then ended up having to leave them in the hotel room and it was devastating. But I did try voodoo donuts. I feel like I didn't get to enjoy them, but I got to them. <laughs> That's it's fair. That's understandable. I get that. So it sounded like you said you went to uh, Texas for a... A gaming convention? Are you a big gamer or? So oddly, not. <laughs> I um, I got really into um this company that does like let's plays YouTube. Um, I got so into. All right, sorry about that, guys. My computer started to lose internet, and now we're back. So. Uh, I think the last thing I heard, or I, so I had asked, and then it kind of went crazy, um, and I lost connection. Uh, we were talking about uh, whether you were a gamer or you just went for a gaming convention. Yes. Yeah. And I said um, that you like watching Markiplier, but you're not really into gaming. I do yeah, I'm not a I'm not a gamer myself. I do like to watch people game. Um, I'm more of a voyeur that way <laughs> than anything else. No, I feel that. That's I. I mean, I got into like. Uh, I bought a Switch Lite during um, quarantine, like almost everybody else did, and uh, got really into Animal Crossing. But other than that, I don't really, I don't game much. It's mostly just watching as well. <laughs> wow, I'm the I'm the only one who actually plays games. Plays games. <laughs> I remember when we were younger, Sarah and I, I would come over to her house and just watch her play games. <laughs> I love it. It, was, yeah. it was always funny. Yeah. Yeah. He'd come and watch me play one of my video games, probably Bioshock. Bioshock and yeah. Oblivion. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so a couple of the other questions that I had were like my biggest, well, not my biggest question, but one of the questions um, is how do you celebrate Black History Month? Um, That is a good question. You know, I looked over the questions and I feel like I had answers like perhaps <laughs> and this was the one that stumped me. Yeah. Um, I feel like I I don't necessarily celebrate during Black History Month. I am very proud of my heritage and like who I am. So I kind of feel like I celebrate every day. Um, is like kind of my cheesy answer, I guess. Yeah. Um, I try to do a little bit more um like focusing on um like black owned businesses black artists um and things along those lines during black history month but i also do during the year so it's kind of yeah. just a little more focused in, in February. you're like it's black history every day yeah exactly <laughs> we're just doing this every day yes yeah, which i think with um me until this year and we started the podcast i hadn't really done very much so with the podcast this year i wanted to kind of focus on looking at information that i hadn't known before um and then sarah and i kind of reviewed some of the like black inventors and some inventions that we couldn't live without mm -hmm. uh, had they not been invent been invented by a black inventor so that was that's kind of how we're celebrating it this year and then um at at work we have the the black history uh, backgrounds that we can choose from nice. for our computers and then the other thing i always want to ask people is are you an iphone android or other user i am an iphone girl <laughs> Yes, 100%. I'm, I'm honestly um, an Apple product girl in general. Yeah. It's kind of just been ingrained in me since I was a teenager and I haven't. <laughs> it's okay, I'm only that. judging a little bit. <laughs> I've been sucked into the Apple user because mm -hmm. I have the I have the Mac, I have the Apple, I have the Apple Watch, the AirPods. Mm -hmm. It's And it's like... It's just convenient. Yeah, and I was telling oh, Sarah... Gosh. It all works with each other. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I was telling Sarah, the only reason I'm looking at getting an, an, a Mac, MacBook Pro 2016, or not, not 2016, 16-inch, uh, um, mm -hmm. instead of a PC, is for the convenience of being able to text someone from my computer while I'm yes. using it. It's so much easier. <laughs> and I'm just over here like me and my Android are just going to chill out over here. Her cracked screen Android. Hey, listen. <laughs> Listen, it's my okay. screen's voice cracked, so I can't really talk. <laughs> I was going to say, my sister is an iPhone user, and her screen is always cracked. That phone mm -hmm. is always broken. I only recently started using a screen protector, like this year when I got, um, not this year, like two years ago when I upgraded to, I think I have an 11. I have no idea, honestly. Um, 
but I <laughs> I only started using a screen protector because these like the newer ones are mostly glass like all over so if you shatter it it's like gone yeah you're screwed. I've had, I still have all of my old phones and one of them is shattered so bad that there are like little shards poking out like it's <laughs> awful yeah so he's he's making fun of me because up to um up to that point I was not the type of person who dropped their phone <laughs> so when I bought this new phone which he he so kindly helped me get so like when i when i got this phone i didn't have like the case or anything on it because i was just like I, i'll wait just a little bit i'll get the case no biggie i never dropped my phone anyway and then i dropped it i had it for two weeks and dropped it and like shattered the whole screen i that was me too honestly the whole no screen protector was like well i never dropped my phone it's always fine you never drop your phone until you drop your phone <laughs> yeah. yeah you never drop it until you say that you never drop it and then mm -hmm. and then it's gone go. it's over <laughs> and then it's over yeah it's true yeah. sarah do you have any questions you want to ask uh yes i actually so i know we haven't really dove into um your channel just yet but what inspired you to start your TikTok channel. Ooh. So back in 2020, when it started, I originally started it um, with an old coworker of mine. And it sort of came to fruition from both of us kind of not really having people to go new places with all the time. And then also with the pandemic and like things were just reopening up at that time. It was also kind of a like, let's go to these places before we can't go to these places because a lot of places that I loved closed and closed permanently during the pandemic. So right. um, it really, it came from that. And then we, it honestly, in the middle of hanging out at a um, a tea bar in East Greenwich, <laughs> we were um, we decided like, hey, I, I can't really find anyone to go with me, and I was like, oh, I'll go. I love tea, and we we were sitting there, we were taking pictures as you do just for fun, and then eventually that kind of became a hey, why don't we just share these pictures and like take some video and share the video with people? I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. Speaking about your videos, um, are you the one that edits and uploads your videos or do you outsource it? I am. I do it all. <laughs> <laughs> what um, what do you use to edit your videos? Um, I use CapCut, which is a recent switch. Oh, I yeah. used to use the in-app editor for TikTok, but once like they bought CapCut, it basically is the same thing anyway. Um, but by editing in CapCut, I can export them at higher quality. So yeah, do you edit them <laughs> yeah. on, on your phone or on your Mac? On my phone. No, I'm not a big, I don't do videos that much. I just do like the videos I do are like my vid, vid, recording my dog and then <laughs> uploading that and adding sound to it. That's pretty much it. Um, and then the other kind of questions I have are, uh, your videos are mainly about Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and some, I think some in like New York as well. Mm -hmm. um where would be like your dream location to go and do a video like paris oh, or I'm... tokyo or oh my gosh i didn't honestly i wasn't even thinking of like, <laughs> outside of the states um i got to expand <laughs> i would love like mind. yeah <laughs> i love um all types of like asian cuisine so going to like uh like like korea or like japan like that would be ideal um getting to try like actual authentic cuisine uh, uh would be amazing um other than that like in the states i'm just i'm dying to get back out to california and hawaii like i i have my issues with trying to travel you know uh, right and <laughs> morally to hawaii but there's so many good spots out there that just look amazing on social media that are owned by like native Hawaiians. And I would love to go and um, try them out. But uh, so plans for the future, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of Chinese food, I love Chinese food as well. And like the Asian, Asian inspired foods. What is your favorite Chinese food place in Rhode Island? I have to be honest, the ones that I've tried so far, I haven't really found one that I loved. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine, so Chinese food specifically, I have two favorites that are just kind of like childhood staples that I've been going to for like ever. Um, they're both in Warwick 
Um, one of them is New Canton. And then honestly, they're literally like two minutes from each other, not even. And then the other is Yummy Kitchen. And the food is great. They're both like family owned. And like I said, I've been going there since I was like three years old. So I might just be a little biased because of time. But as far as, <laughs> as far as Chinese food specifically goes, those are my favorite. But I have others in like other realms of Asian cuisine if you need them. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I usually do. So we are kind of still in my partner and I are kind of still in COVID mode. So we usually just order stuff and we hardly ever go out except for like every Sunday when he we're both off because he works um, he works in the restaurant um, business. He's a I mean, he's a server. He works for um, Davenport's. I don't know if you've been nice. to Davenport's in yeah. um, North Providence, I think is where the one that he works in is. Uh, but we usually go to like little diners. So we've gone to a couple diners around the area. So there's uh, in Pawtucket specifically, there's this one called um, Miss Lorraine's Diner. That's mm -hmm. in an old, like an old train car. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> I, we that's we really enjoyed that place. Yeah. <laughs> I when I was visiting, that's where we yeah. went. <laughs> nice. I haven't been yet. I need to explore a lot more. I know of like almost every diner, but I've never actually been to them and I need to. Yeah. Thanks. So Miss Lorraine's Diner. So there's two in Pawtucket specifically that we've gone to so far. Miss Lorraine's was the one um, that we've kind of stuck with because it's it's a little bit bigger. It has like a back area outside of mm -hmm. the train that you can go to. Um, and then the other one is Modern Diner, which is another train car diner. It's mm -hmm. just off of 95, not too far. Um, but it's it's not bad. It's just it's a little cramped and a little small. So when you go in there, it's you either <laughs> have to wait or um, just be be in everybody's business. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I like about little places like that, though. I I kind of like being in other. I'm nosy, so I, I, I like there being in people's you. business. <laughs> what are they eating? <laughs> like, yeah. what are they eating? But also, what did they just say? <laughs> <laughs> um, the other day, my partner and I were out um, for a game night, a polyamorous game night, and um, one of the people behind us just chatting casually out of the blue says something about being a professional psychic. <laughs> and we're just, we're, we're all sitting there and we're like, did they just say what we think they just said? <laughs> so, like... I'm kind of, I'm kind of into that. I'm kind of into sitting close enough that I can <laughs> just use that a little bit. Just a little bit. I just want to listen a little bit. I don't want to be all up in it, but just a little. <laughs> um, and then Sarah, did you have any other questions you were dying to ask? Um, I did, and it's kind of a silly question. Um, but I love silly questions. <laughs> if you could be any food, what would it be? If I could be any food, yeah. This is a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> if I could be any food, you know what? We talked a lot about Asian cuisine. I would be some type of bao bun because they're they're soft and they're like little pillows. And I am a sleepy girl, so <laughs> yes, I I love this. I love that answer. I think that's a good answer. What about you, Sarah? <laughs> if you could be any food, what would you be? Um, I would probably be mashed potatoes. Ooh, that's solid. <laughs> That's solid. Like, <laughs> like very basic, but also just very comforting to have around. So, like, <laughs> yeah, easily spiced up. There you go. Dress it up, dress it down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you really can't go wrong with mashed potatoes. <laughs> what about you, James? Uh, I would be a red velvet cake because it's classy on the outside, but basic on the inside. <laughs> That's fair. That's so fair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then my other couple of questions that I have is, uh, where do you see your, your channel going? Like, do you want to move to like the Food Network or Netflix show? Or is it okay with just staying on TikTok and being a creator like that? Well, that would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> Netflix or, or Food Network, that would be fantastic. Um, it's funny, reading through the questions that you sent, um, I was going through them with my sister. And she was like, I think we could be good, like, Guy Fieri substitutes. And, you know, <laughs> yes. I think we could. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like those would be ideal. I mean, I would love to do something, like, larger scale. I briefly went to school for film that was always kind of my my love my passion so yeah something larger scale would be amazing but I'm I love making my little TikToks I feel yeah. like no matter where I go in the future I'll still make my my little videos forever yeah. <laughs> until I'm old <laughs> same so much same 
Um, this, this is why I don't edit things. Is because I'm old. <laughs> I mean, it it takes a little bit of time, especially uh, depending on how how you wanted to edit it and mm-hmm. uh, like how much how much effort you want to put into it too. That's it's really it's really helpful. Um, and then, do you watch Drag Race? I haven't watched the newest season, or I might be two seasons behind, but I have watched Drag Race. Yes. <laughs> well, this new season is a, a mess because they're on uh, HBO or not yeah, HBO, I've they're heard. on MTV now. <laughs> they are going back to the 90 minute episodes though, which is great. Good. Um, so with that, what is your favorite, who is your favorite Rue girl? If you could, if, if you don't have one, that's fine. You know, I, the first to come to mind is Alyssa Edwards. Because oh, yeah. I love a good meme. I, I love a good meme. Um, the, but also, the, you know, Trixie and Katya. But I feel like that's kind of the Oh my god, yes. yes. <laughs> Katya's my favorite. Um, I love Katya. Yes. If Katya is listening, I, I love you. <laughs> Not I that I think Katya is actually listening to us, but I love never her know. so much. Yeah. I don't I don't see how anyone could not love Trixie or Katya. They're both amazing. I I identify a lot with Trixie. Mm-hmm. Um just like all the stuff that she goes through and like her family background and stuff like that. Um, but I love both of them. And I would say my favorite Rue girl would either, it'd be a toss up between Bob the Drag Queen oh, and yes. Monet Exchange. Cause they're both insane. And I love them also both for different insane. reasons. <laughs> I think Katya is my favorite. Yeah. Actually. If I she's was... the one I follow the most. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I were to say who's my favorite, most controversial drag queen, I would probably say um, Willem Belli. <laughs> but I love Willem. Yes, yes I agree. From we want to court some controversy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last question I really have is, um, if you were given a billion dollars, how would you spend it? A billion dollars? Well, as someone who likes to eat out a lot, I would obviously just like every night, different place, different <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, you know, I I would donate a huge chunk of it because I'm not gonna logically be able to spend a million dollars. <laughs> um, what would I donate it to? Um, you know, everything. I would just donate to any and every just have like a small amount that i would donate to each charity that needs it like send me a letter and i'll just write you a check that's my thing (laughs) yeah i don't i don't see how you could ethically be a billionaire and not donate a huge fortune like i don't that's something i've never understood with you um, can't spend it all so why keep it yeah right like what are are you gonna do with it just like (laughs) really all i want when i talk about being like rich all i want is just enough money to be able to pay my bills and like eat out when I want to. Yes. That's all exactly. I want. That's literally all I want. As long as I can pay my bills and I can like eat out whenever I want to. Psh. There you go. And I when my wanna... car starts making noise, I can just go fix it. And I can just go fix it. Yes, yeah. exactly. I just want to be able to. Like a billionaire, but yeah. you know. Yeah. Just let me own a house and not have to worry too much about the payments and like be able to buy the car that I want to buy. There you <laughs> like go. Not, not the crazy car that I want to buy that everybody has like their dream car. What would be your dream car? I just wanted, I like, I know they're extremely controversial, but I've always wanted a Tesla. I'm a yeah. technology girl. I just, I need one to say I had one. That's that, the you know what? Reason That's reasonable. That's reasonable. I don't, I don't think anybody would judge for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big technology person. I think the only thing with Tesla that I don't like is the access. And I've had uh, Apple CarPlay mm-hmm. since I got my uh, Optima in 2018. I could not live without a car without Apple CarPlay and you can't use Apple CarPlay in Tesla. If they ever bring that feature, maybe, but <laughs> does Tesla have beef with Apple? Probably. Well, they don't have they have their own system that they use that you have to use. You can't like you can plug your phone and listen to music from your phone, but it doesn't like have the interface like you do with Apple CarPlay and Android. Okay. Uh, All right. It's it's not bad, but I think for me, my dream car, um, and I always say this in our uh, trainings that I lead here, uh, would be either a uh, Mercedes G63 AMG matte black, which is like the G-Wagons, but matte black. Ooh. Or if I'm thinking more like practical, a Ford Mustang Mach-E, which is another electric car that has some of the tech stuff in it. I'm, a, I'm really into electric cars right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> I've been for a while, actually, since Tesla came out, really. Correct. <laughs> he's actually, he's he's always been um, the more technological person in our mm. friendship. So he's always about, you know, the new gadgets, the new things. And I'm over here, like, as long as it's still working. <laughs> It's, that's so funny. I feel like <laughs> every friendship has those two. I mean, even me and my sister, she is very much like, she just upgraded her phone for the first time in like 10 years last oh. year. Um, I made fun of her the whole time <laughs> because her phone was like an old brick forever. Yeah. <laughs> but she is 100%. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I'm like, hey, well, if I can upgrade, why wouldn't I? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how it is. No, he gave me um, one of his old phones. Oh, it was a Note Five. Yeah, the Samsung Note Five. Very old. And like, <laughs> it was old when he gave it to me. <laughs> and then I just kept using it. The only reason I updated to a new phone is because that one literally quit working. But I'd had it for like four or five years at that point, so like, it becomes like it's a part of you at that point. It is. <laughs> I don't know. I did just go from a 12 to the 14. And the only reason I did, because I loved the 12, it had the, the beautiful blue collar that I liked. Mm -hmm. um, and the only reason I did was because it stopped charging. Like the charger port was messed up and I had to like push the cord in really hard to get it to actually work properly. So mm. frustrating. Yeah. Um, but then I did just upgrade. I usually, before that, I would upgrade like once a year um to get a new phone but with the 12 13 and then now the 14 i was like nothing's really changing that much with yeah the phones, so why why upgrade and i liked the blue color that i had on that phone he is very much about the colors yeah i mean now i have the gold one because they had the midnight purple one i think is what it was called or something like that and i was like it's okay my partner got it and i was like i don't really it's okay <laughs> So I was just like, I don't want to have the same phone as you, but I need a new phone. So I got the gold one because it was the only other option other than I think Slate. And then it was the only one that I could go to the store and actually get right mm -hmm. right then. And I'm like, I don't like to wait. And my phone's messing up anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> so Jariah, do you think that you would do um, a podcast talking about food? You know, I had a podcast very briefly with my sister about movies. Um, and we, <laughs> our setup just wasn't the greatest and it was, it was just kind of frustrating because we have a very small living room right now. <laughs> so we've tabled it until <laughs> we move into a bigger space together. That's so um, fair. It's still, it's still up on the internet. Um, it's still available. It's literally just us being stupid and watching movies. Um, I love that. <laughs> and um occasionally we'll still pop in and and post little things it's mostly just like my sister's friends that followed us but um i have thought about it i have thought about kind of revamping and starting the podcast back up and doing something like a segment on food but mm -hmm. probably in the future <laughs> in the, you know that's that's fair that's reasonable i only started doing this because he was like let's do this and i was like okay yeah I was like, it's weird because when she was actually in Pawtucket with me, she, we didn't do the recordings because it was just, it was awkward and it was hard to do because yeah. I only have, uh, like we record on Zoom and I take the, the audio and edit the audio um, and then upload that. And in person, it's like, how do we do this in person? <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't have any other like um, audio recording stuff and I was like I mean you could go into the bedroom but I can still hear you because <laughs> we have these weird like trans transcendent or some some weird windows in our bedrooms that are like it it's basically a wall and then up at the top of the wall there's an open slot oh. in both of the bedrooms into the living room and the kitchen area oh gotcha okay. because it's <laughs> like you're legally required to have a window to for it to call to call it a bedroom so mm -hmm. that's how they got around it and it's like I can hear everything you say in that room. You can hear everything we say and do in our room. So it's like, this isn't, I don't like this. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't It didn't hard. quite work the way we wanted it to. Yeah. It is hard. Like I said, our setup, we have two mics. One of them was on a stand. One of them was just a, just a, like a clip mic that we clipped to something random. Yeah. And it was a lot of work balancing the microphone so that we couldn't hear there was no reverb so like you're saying so that we couldn't pick yeah. up each 
each other from just sitting like 20 feet away from each other in the living room um it garage band if you ever need it is great for recording and for editing it's not the best but yeah if you have a macbook that's what we were using um and it worked out relatively well um that part wasn't the difficult part it was just having to set up and then we literally had like wires like across our laps like <laughs> stretching across the living room and it was just it was too much yeah, yeah that I, sounds like it would be too much yeah <laughs> i actually i use GarageBand to edit and upload this podcast too it yeah. was for the recording portion because i only had the like i have my headset and then i have I had a mic, but it was a really garbage one, so it doesn't work very well. So I use I use, usually just use this headset. Um, but it's it's been fun. Like I think Sarah, we've had some fun on the podcast, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, unless like, there's something that you're not telling me. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have just well. spent a bunch of money making an LLC and <laughs> a website and everything. We like have that. gone through <laughs> an awful lot of trouble if you don't like doing this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, so the other thing that I wanted to kind of ask you and as a, a trying to become like a creator with this podcast is um, I noticed sometimes you have like giveaways with your for your TikTok. Mm-hmm. How do you do you like fund those yourself or do you get sponsors for that? It depends on the giveaway. So most of the giveaways I've done have been funded by the places that I'm giving away things from, which is how I, I, now that as a creator, kind of behind the curtain, I realize is how most giveaways are done, um, where like the business will either reach out or you reach out to the business and they'll be like, hey, give away this $25 gift card. Um, I did put money into the first, actually, I think it was the second one, the second official THB giveaway. Um, but that was just kind of like a prize booster that we had both decided that we wanted to do. And it was all, um, relatively affordable things. I don't think we spent more than like 50 bucks on it, but, um, it was just kind of an add on to the official prize, which was a gift card to the place where we did our first review um it was a little like summer essentials bag so it was like a little like sunscreen sunglasses like just cute little things um but for the most part we reached out um i reached out to like businesses that we had worked with um for i think the first giveaway that happened for thb was the one for when we hit twelve thousand followers which was like a gift card to um a local shop that we did a review for and a gift card to a local uh cookie place that we did a review for that like was our big video that officially blew us up um and i just reached out to them dm them and was just like hey like thank you for being awesome we love you would you want to donate a gift certificate or a gift card or an item to a giveaway and they were like yeah why not (laughs) nice that's cool i always wondered how those kinds of things worked (laughs) i always i I mean i knew that was probably how it worked um uh kind of like reaching out to you i was like i'm gonna have to reach out to someone to see if the and like just basically throw out throw out a lead and Mm -hmm. if if you if you bite that's cool if you don't it was i tried we tried right <laughs> yeah that's basically what all of it is but i'd say yeah. that's like 80 percent of being like a content creator is just kind of shooting your shot and just yeah. seeing what lands and what doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think so as well well sarah do you have anything else no no i don't think so um i'm just enjoying this yeah it's it's fun <laughs> random little ramble that we're on right now yeah, it's yeah. Fun. and it's, it's fun <laughs> We're bringing someone else into the crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you have any specific creators that you like to follow that kind of inspire you a little bit? Oh, my goodness. Um, I have a ton. So they're recently, especially, I've been following a lot more like local foodies, um, even if it's not for inspiration, just to have like ed- like private conversations just about general food being a foodie creating content that kind of thing it's been really cool to have them as like there's really like a little underground not really under underground but like a community of foodies that i've recently become a part of and it's really cool to have them to like have conversations with about like things that you don't know when you become a content creator so like hey do you guys charge for xyz do you do this when you go to places and it's nice to have those people to talk to because they're the only ones that really get it i can 
rant as much as I want to my sister about things, but she was just like, yeah, great, cool, sorry. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, kind of, I've, I mean, I've been following um, Laura from Buns and Bites forever. She's Rhode Island royalty. She's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I don't have like, they're all inspiring, <laughs> whether it's actually like me finding places as just a food lover finding places through people that i follow or um just seeing different items on menus that i have tried that uh through other people but pretty much any of the rhode island and local foodies that i've been following have been inspirational i love that yeah okay and then i have i have a couple like these are just they're coming to my head so from in rhode island i'm noticing that there and in the northeast there are some words or places that you guys pronounce very differently than than i would personally pronounce it so it's spelled w-o-o-n-s-o-c-k-e-t how do you pronounce it so i'm not the best person to ask because <laughs> i I am I'm born and raised Rhode Islander, but for whatever reason, me and one of my two other sisters don't have Rhode Island accents, <laughs> like at all. I I've had people ask like, "Where are you, you're sure you're from here? Like yeah. your parents are from here?" And like, yes, both of them born and raised here. I'm born and raised here, and I don't. <laughs> this is an argument that I've had because I used to work out that way. And I actually graduated from um, high school out there. I have said Woonsocket okay. all my life, but Rhode Islanders say Woonsocket. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's very awkward because I'll always say Woonsocket and Ryan's mm -hmm. like, that's not how they say it around here. I'm like, I don't care. That's how I'm saying it. I'm, I've adapted as a defense, as a self-defense mechanism to yeah. say Woonsocket, but I say Woonsocket. I, I have said Woonsocket forever. <laughs> I have caught myself saying Quincy instead of Quincy and I'm like, "Ooh, no, that's not that's not right." Cuz it's if you ask anybody around here like, "What where are we? What is this called?" It's Quincy. And I'm like, "But it's a C, not the Z." <laughs> it's that way here. Um there's a it's more of a road than anything else, but it's spelled Menchaca, but everybody calls it Manchek. Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Where why?" Why? Is a Native American Why name? Maybe? I I have no idea, but we they always call it like Manchek. And actually, um, one of my one of my friends here when I was working at the airport, um, was just like, that's just how white people say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great, say it as soon as she takes a drink, Sarah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just like. I, okay, that's that's what I thought. Was this just how white people say it? They're like, yeah, no, nobody who's not white says it that way. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen that way sometimes. <laughs> well, um, do you have anything you would like to plug at the end of our recording portion? Oh goodness, I don't have anything particularly like special going on right now. So you know, just the TikTok and the Instagram at Two Hungry Bitches Ri. Okay, well, we will make sure to, like I said, plug that in the the description of the podcast as well. Awesome. And we appreciate you for taking the time, and thank you for being our first guest. Oh, thank you for having me. I've had so much fun. <laughs> right, this is great. I love yeah. it. All right, appreciate we'll have to come it. Back again, definitely. Awesome. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Drea. No problem. All right, and with that, we will take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about this week's topic, social media. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about social media and some of our favorite uh, Black influencers. Mm -hmm. Oh, shoot. <laughs> You didn't introduce us. I didn't. <laughs> so let's, let's redo that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And in this week's episode, we're going to be talking <laughs> about um, we're going to be talking about social media and then out some of our favorite Black influencers. We will be just talking about some influencers that we have in that we follow on TikTok and um, I don't know, Sarah. Did you include anyone from? Anywhere else, or is it all TikTok? Uh, I think I only included people from TikTok. Okay. Um, and then in the second half of the episode, we actually have our first guest. Uh, her name is Jariah, and she is 
from uh, Two Hungry Bitches, which you can follow on TikTok. And she also is on Instagram, which we will include links to her TikTok and Instagram in the description of this week's episode. First of all, Sarah, you want to talk a little bit about um, your activity on social media and what ones you use the most? Yeah, um, I definitely use my Facebook a lot. Um, I also I also use TikTok and Twitter. I th- I would say that Twitter's um, the platform that i use the most yeah um because i'm i'm pretty active on twitter what about you um i mean really the only one that i actually use use is instagram it's literally the only one aside from tiktok i mean i don't do i don't do videos on tiktok aside from every now and then i'll post a video of bobo Mm -hmm. um i don't really do anything else i I'm more of a watcher on TikTok. <laughs> and then Instagram, again, I'm not really super, I'm not a big active on social media person. Like I don't really post that much. I really just do it to see, like follow um, specific projects or specific people to see what they're doing. And Yeah, you're more of a lurker. I would say a uh, voyeur, more of a voyeur when it comes to TikTok and Instagram. Um, I had until until uh, Elon Musk took over TikTok or Instagram, not Instagram. Twitter. Twitter. I had Twitter, but then like everything kind of went to shit show on Twitter. So I was like, I'm just, I don't, I didn't use it very much. I was right. just on it every now and then. And like until I would say 2020, I didn't even use it. Like, I didn't have it on my phone. I got it back on my phone to follow things that were happening with the 2020 elections and all that. But I I didn't really use it. My Facebook, I have Facebook, but I only really use it for Messenger because you and Sam are on a group chat. And you guys are really the only ones I actually talk to on there, too. So Mm. it's not huge on the social media game i mean our podcast has a social media platform we have instagram and reddit um and we should start up next week or next month doing more reddit questions mm-hmm. i like to do that like once a month like circle back to reddit questions and oh yeah for sure and next month is uh women's, women's history, history month mm-hmm. so we'll probably like do some the, the afabs yeah, so we'll probably do some episodes about influential women in history and stuff like that. Um, but do you want to get to the topic today and talk about some of the people you have on the list? Yeah, for sure. I think I follow some of the same people that you do. So um, some of the people that you listed, I didn't list because I also follow them. Yeah. So I mean, I so the very first person on my list, aside from uh, Jariah from Two Hungry Bitches, is Z-Way, which... I don't know. Have you seen anything on Z-Way yet? I know we talked about her a couple yeah. episodes Let's, ago. I've watched a few, um, a few of her videos. Yeah. Um, I, I particularly like what you put here of um, a lot of people are afraid to talk to her because she's the queen of canceling people based on the yeah. answer. Yeah, basically. So the biggest part of her show is she asks questions to her guests and like basically like cancels them for everything but it's i mean it's just i think it's all in good fun in, on her show because a lot of it she she jokes about it and then um they move on i she so Honestly, her show sorry go ahead i was gonna say her show is on um i guess showtime is where it, it's aired mm, i was gonna say honestly I think that's one of the things I like, though, is because she brings up a lot of interesting um, points whenever she's canceling people. Yeah. So I'm just like, that's true. You know, you got to think about what you're saying and what you're doing. But she is part of the generation, the Gen Z of it all, that is like obsessed with canceling people. But see, like, if canceling was actually a thing, though, these people would stop being relevant (laughs) that's true i think i think it's less and i i I think people see it as cancellation and true cancellation is like 
no one will follow you. You lose all of your followers. You lose money. Yeah. You lose all your money. Like you lose everything. Yeah. To me, it's more of, oh, this person isn't as spotless as we thought they were. And there, there is room for them to grow. So they have certain things that they need to work on. Yeah. I think there's a big difference. I think we've talked about this in an episode though. I yeah. think there's a big difference between like canceling people and holding people accountable for shitty behavior. Yeah. I think we talked about it probably in one of our um, uh, yeah. earlier episodes about politics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I think I'm starting to get sick. I can feel it like in my throat. Oof. I don't like it. Don't do it. I don't want to. <laughs> um, and then the next person on my list is Bob the Drag Queen, which is amazing. One of my favorite girls. Later on, when we talk to Jiraiya, you can hear. Um, I I list her and uh, Monet Exchange as one of my one of my kind of tying for my favorite Rue uh, Rue girls from RuPaul's Drag Race. And my main reason for following Bob is because they're just amazing. Like everything they do is hilarious. Um, I've watched all of their uh, specials that they've released. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I follow them on YouTube. I, follow, I basically follow Bob the Drag Queen on everything that I'm av- I have access to or that I use. Nice. Uh, just because it, it's the the content that they create is hilarious and I love it. What about you? Who else do you have? Um, let's see. Well, I I don't follow Bob, um, <sighs> but I do watch a lot of their videos. Cancel her. Cancel oh, Sarah. Let's see. I watch. I don't know how to pronounce this. Um, I'm in Daye underscore ninety seven. But they do um, hilarious uh, and disturbing animal facts. Like he's got a tiny mic, and he just tells you about how like these animals are murking each other. And I don't know. I just I find it hilarious. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means. What do you murking? mean? Murking? Like, oh, killing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that means. Okay. They call it getting murked. Um, it's a video game term. Who's they? Okay, there we go. <laughs> like, who's they? I've never heard that term. Um, I also really like um, Constantine Ladding. Um, they're a non-binary vampire-esque model. They they just have some really cool outfits, and yeah. you know, they do their own little skits, and I just love it. I follow a lot of random black creators. Yeah, just because. Their content's cool, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm here for it. I think the funniest thing is, um, uh, if you look at my like who I follow on Inst or on TikTok and even Instagram, and then there's it's such, and we talked about it when we talked about the uh, you, we did the YouTube episode. It's such a mashup and not like a hodgepodge of all different types of people. Like I follow people that talk about cars and talk about fixing their cars. I t- I follow people that talk about tech and fixing tech and working on things. And I follow a bunch of fashion brand, um, like Chanel and um, Dolce & Gabbana, like those types of like fashion houses. Mm -hmm. And I follow drag queens and like, it's such a mishmash of things that it's, it's hilarious. And if someone were looking, they were like, is there like four people that use this account? Cause it's so <laughs> random. I think if somebody looked at mine, they would also think the same thing because you get a lot of um, the now, right now, you get a lot of um, true crime videos followed by um, art history videos, followed by meditation videos to sleep to. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking of, um, so Mr. Ballin. Oh yes, I love Mr. Ballin. I found out yesterday that I work with someone that went to school with him. Oh, wow. That's really cool. He's apparently from the area around here, I think, or some wherever they're from. I don't remember where he said he's from. Um, but they went to high school together and they were in the military together, too. I love that. He's so cool. I I really, I really like him. I like the way he tells stories. He's just, he's just a great guy. I just like him. Yeah. I hope um, someone, he listens to this someday. <laughs> <laughs> someone that I've actually recently started um, following, like within the last three or four months, is Empress Onyx. And she does the thing where she will, she'll talk about like black history and um, she does it in a way that's kind of like, it's, so she'll say it and then she'll be like, mm, yeah. And like, it's, it's very like matter of fact and, like you didn't know this, 
but I'm telling you this and now you know it. And yeah. she does it all while she is knitting. Yes. Which is hilarious and amazing. I love her content. And like, you can just see her just working away and she's just like, and by the way. I've come across a couple of her videos. She's pretty yeah. awesome. I love her content. It's, it's very informative and it's a great way to follow the information. Uh, it's also like listening to her talk is just soothing, but it's mm -hmm. also you're learning at the same time too. It's great. Yeah. Um, and then another person that's kind of in the same realm of her, she doesn't actually like, um, she doesn't knit, but she, she presents black history in a way that is so informative and so amazing and easy to follow is Dara Star Tucker. I don't know if you've heard her content. She's, I think I've seen some of her content. Yeah. She's amazing. I think it's actually Dara Star Tucker. Now that I said it, um, I love her content. She's, she's very like succinct in the way that she, she discusses her information and she talks about it. Um, it's awesome. I love that. Um, I also follow, I follow, um, Crispin Earl, who's a singer and songwriter, um, for the band, The Veer Union, um, which is kind of like a rock band. I just, I like, I like the sound of their music and I like his voice. So just follow him for that. I've, I've never heard of them, but I'll take um, your word for it. <laughs> I also follow, um, Young Black Mayor, um, He's a history influencer and he talks about um, black history and like restoring historically black towns. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really cool. Um, and then I also follow Herbie's Goddess. <laughs> and Herbie's Goddess, um, I love her because she does a really great job of like destigmatizing um, having an STI. And like she does a lot of um, STI education. And she makes it funny and relatable, and um, she provides a lot of resources for dealing with herpes specifically, but, you know, having STIs, yeah. which I think is really important. Yeah. It's good to break that stigma, too, because, like, anyone can get an STI, no matter yeah. how safe they're being. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then back to some of the people on my list, um, Alexis Nicole. Yes! I love her! I follow I, her. Yeah. It's hilarious the way that she talks about like foraging and using things that you find in nature to do something that you didn't even realize that you could do with it. Uh, one of the coolest things I think I watched, and I think the one of the main reasons I started following her was she found like little pine cones. And uh, I think she put them in sugar or honey or something and basically like fermented them and they were apparently delicious. Something I want to try at some point. Yeah, no, I love, um, I love watching her like go out and do um, different things and find different things. Um, I loved when she was on with Jimmy Kimmel and got him to eat bug poop. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So funny. Love her so much. And then in the same kind of food realm, um, Miranda Rosenberg, uh, I think her, her name on TikTok is Homestead, Homestead Don Gal, Don Gal. I'm not really sure exactly how you say it, uh, but she does a lot of, uh, she, you, she makes soap from tallow. Nice. So she like renders, she talks about rendering the fat and um, doing it through the different render cycles. And she shows like what it looks like whenever she first renders it down the first time and then how she continues cleaning it and going through the rendering cycles until she can actually use it. And mm. she, she just like informs people on uh, how tallow is used, how you get it, um, and then like the different ways you can use the, even the byproduct, like um, the fatty meats that she gets, she talks about like frying some of it up or putting it in the oven and dehydrating it and then like scattering it over her food. Oh yeah. Um, and even the stock that she, whenever she renders it, there's always like the stock that comes off of it that she uses for food and stuff like that too. It's a lot of great benefits to tallow, even though it's kind of an odd thing to think about. Yeah, I remember thinking about tallow a lot when I was younger because I wanted to like do stuff like the Pioneer. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't ever really, I've heard of tallow, but I never actually really knew exactly what it was. Mm. And then like watching her videos, I got to know like what, what tallow is, how it's created, like how do you, how you get it. Yeah. And then on the comedy side, again, we have uh, Shea Bell comedy. She says a lot of hilarious information about like corporate banter. And it's a lot of, um, there's a voice off the camera that's obviously her talking to herself. And it's all like uh, kind of corporate related. 
Like mm-hmm. she'll say something and be like, you really want to say that? That's how you want to do that? Really? Okay. I love that. And then the other person um, that's kind of comedy related that kind of t- ties into one of my favorite people in the entire world, Nicole Byer, is Sashir Zamata. She's an actress. Um, and I think she actually started, she's going to star in a um, Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. Nice. Uh, but she's she's a a comedy like first she does stand up a lot so a lot of the videos on her TikTok are her stand her comedy stand ups mm-hmm. uh, hilarious her and Nicole Byer have a uh, podcast called Best Friends I think is what it's called love that that I listen to when I get a chance um, I think that's what it's called let me double check mm-hmm. entertain the bias or the people. Sarah's not entertaining you guys. It's all her I'm fault. I'm so sorry. I'm the worst. Um, I guess while you're doing that, I could I could talk about other people on my list. Um, I follow like, Rowena Vision. Um, they're a queer artist and writer of children's books involving like gender expression. Um, definitely very um, pro LGBTQIA plus. Um, definitely t- talks a lot about. Um, the importance of protecting trans youth. Um, I also follow um, Coco Bardo, who is a drag queen, um, and Conscious Lee, who's an educator. Um, he refers to himself as an anti-sexist sexist. So he like recognizes the ways in that he benefits from institutionalized sexism while also being um, anti sexism and i i thought that was really really cool actually because it makes a lot of sense like it for example um the same would work i think for me being um an anti-racist racist because obviously i still benefit from some of the um, systems in place and like i still fuck up like yeah. there are things that i'm like oh i didn't realize that that was not good and you know i'm constantly growing and learning I think- but also recognizing you know I'm I'm a product of the system. Yeah. I mean, we're all, everybody, no one can be perfect 100% of the time. Well, we're, yeah. always, we're all going to screw up. It's, it's knowing that um, you messed up and then putting in the work to actually fix that mess up. Also, it's called Best Friends with Nicole Byer and uh, Sashir Zimata. That's the name of the podcast. Nice. I love that. Um, and then the last couple of people I have on my list are... Um, it's Jeff with two exclamation points, and then his like further name is Jellian Jellian, uh, or J Alion ninety two. I'm assuming it's probably Jeff Alion. Um, so he's a, a fashion creator, and he highlights uh, gender nonconforming use of dresses and heels. So he'll he'll wear like sweats and regular like uh, typical typically perpetuated masculine clothes, mm-hmm. and then he'll get dressed in like a an outfit to go out on like a night or go into the office, and he'll just wear a dress and tights and heels, and he he does amazing. He the way he like um, puts on his makeup, he does have birth defect with one like his hands so he only has like two fingers on each hand Mm. um but the way he makes he puts on his makeup and dresses and it's very inspiring to actually like go to using clothing in a non-conforming way uh that's non-traditionally um masculine versus feminine right and then the last person i have on my list is uh the millennial psalm i don't know if you know who that is i don't she's (laughs) It's comedy, but she talks about she has a lot of great information. Um, she's a sommelier, like a millennial sommelier, and she talks about wine and um, she includes like some comedy portion of it. So she'll do like a skit where she's this really ri- rich woman and she talks about, oh, I only drink the finest wines. And then she gives her a wine and she's like, oh, that's and the woman's like, oh, this is disgusting. It's terrible. And she's like, oh, that's Dom Marignan. Oh, I was wrong. You must have stored it wrong or something like that. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, The last couple people I follow are um, LaPortia. LaPortia is a poet. And I am obsessed with her poetry. 
Um, she's just she's just really good, and like the way that she, the cadence of her voice is so soothing and one. I just I just love her. She's amazing. She's wonderful. Um, and then Rin Star and Rin Star does a lot of um, a lot of education on different um, different topics. Um, sometimes they talk about um, language. Sometimes they talk about black history, you know, they, they just cover a lot of different things and they do a lot of different little skits and I just, they're just great. And I love them. I hope they're having a good day. <laughs> um, will you do me a favor? I, I see that you didn't link any of them in the Google doc. Can you try and figure out the links and either just send them to me on messenger or just pop them. Like you can put them at the end of their usernames. Yeah. And I will add them in because I'm going to put them all on our website. That way, anyone that is listening can go and watch, uh, give the show them all some love. <laughs> Excuse me. Jeez. So, what are you doing this, the rest of the weekend, other than watching, um... Bobby. It's just, it's just me and the Boberchino this weekend. Nick and Horace are, um, in Corpus, visiting family. Um, so it's just me, my little Boberchino, chilling out. Um... Other than that, not a whole heck of a lot. I've been playing, um, I've been replaying Fable 3. Yeah. Um, I currently have uh, three wives that don't know about each other. Um, and a boyfriend that I didn't mean to get, but here we are. <laughs> That's funny. Um, what about you? I'm not really, I don't think I have anything planned for this weekend. Like Ryan works today and I'm doing this and then I need to, uh, I started working on the website, adding some information from the Black History Month um, episodes we've done so far. And then I'll include the one and I'm adding more to the first episode that we did about the history about Black history. And then I need to go and do the one that we did last week on uh, inventions, Black Black Inventions. Mm -hmm. And then I will also include this one. I'm hoping to get that done before uh, the end of the day tomorrow. So I will see how far I get. And then um, editing this, and I have some school stuff to do. I have a 96% in my class right now, and this is, we're on week five, so I only have this week and next week left. Nice, nice. And then I'm off for a week. I dropped my classes, so I have nothing I going on. Um, that's not true. I've got, I've got, oh, excuse me. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he's just getting in the way. Um, um so majestic. Say focus on me. <laughs> he always wants me to focus on him. Hi, puppy. Hi, handsome man. Isn't he though? He just turned 10 years old this last year. He's going to be 11 this year. Oh my goodness. Oh Maybe my goodness. turned 16. I know. It's so I hard was, to believe. I know. I was out there um, in the dog area this morning and this older lady, she's so sweet. Um, she always says hi and asks me how it's going. And we always talk about like the weather and stuff. Um, and she goes, he was he was running around because he had, he had to poop and he always runs around when he has to poop. And she goes, that's so insane. I When I get to his age, I hope I'm as... I, I'm just like him because he, he literally is just running around and you there's you can't even tell that he's 16 years old. Yeah, no, he acts, he still acts like a puppy. In the middle of I that story, like... Sarah just took a selfie. Yes, I did. While I was telling a story about my baby, she wasn't paying attention and she took a selfie. I was too paying attention. I can do two things at the same time. <laughs> but um, no, he, Bobo, I miss Bobo. <laughs> He's actually standing, standing in between my legs, staring at me right now. Going, I have to go to the bathroom. He probably does, because he did just eat, like, 45 minutes ago, and he's gone out once. Yeah. So he probably does need to go out soon. But um, I do need to go get my haircut. It's getting a little long. Like, it's it's okay. It's manageable right now, but the yeah. back and sides are a little longer than I usually, usually like. Other than that, um, not much is going on. Like, I say not much, like, I don't have a million things I need to do. Like, I have to do this, I have to edit this, I have to do the thing for the uh, website. I also have to do some dishes and then make dinner tonight. And... Yeah, I think, um, I think I'm going to go back over to my place for just a little bit today. Um, because my roommate, who's also from Indiana, um, 
her mom and dad are gonna be in town and I know that she really wanted me to like meet them in person so there's the potential I'm gonna go do that I don't know yet Why? I don't know just Indiana folks meeting Indiana folks I guess <laughs> you thinking about getting lip fillers I am no I'm not I would never do that I, I am was thinking say, about please please don't this right here though the Botox in the forehead might be a thing just to get rid of these wrinkles you know, I'm I'm okay with my wrinkles, honestly. Meh. Meh. I'm okay with the gray hair that's coming in on the side. I wish I had more gray hair, honestly. Like, I have some, but not a lot. It'll come. It'll come. <laughs> we'll get there. Well, do you want to call it an evening and wrap up the podcast? Yep, I think I think this is a good stopping point. Since now we've kind of divulged into talking about our personal appearances. <laughs> now that we've completely strayed off topic. <laughs> All right, so I will um, go ahead and do the, the closing. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. Uh, we would like, we'd also like to give a very special thank you to Jariah from Two Hungry Bitches for coming on the podcast this week. Please show her some love. Her socials will be included in the description of this week's podcast. Uh, if you liked the episode, please like, comment, follow, and subscribe. Please leave a, a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, as this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow. Feel free to follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is at Now About That. At know about that pod if there is a specific topic that you would like us to discuss on the podcast feel free to email us at now about that pod at gmail.com or visit our website www.nowaboutthatproductions.com and add your contact information into the contact us section with whatever you like you would like us to discuss uh thanks again for listening this week we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on monday and sarah enjoy the rest of your weekend you as well All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.